0: What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart. Man, I'm excited to be able to share with you guys today. I'm fired up. Episode 14, here we go. So, episode 14. Very excited to be able to share this one uh, with you guys. Um, Yeah, I apologize. It has been a couple, uh, well... Normally, I'm coming out uh, at you every week. Well, that's what I have uh, been attempting to do. I just, honestly, I got uh, distracted. Uh, well, I got really busy. Uh, my schedule was for the last uh, two weeks, and uh, but that's no big deal. We're here today, and uh, we're going to share today, uh, basically the podcast uh, that obviously is the success edge, and that is basically taking your successful Christian walk as an entrepreneur, as a pr- business professional, as a you know factory worker, as a you know uh, computer programmer, as a mom, as a dad, as a grandparent, whoever you are. We want to take your Christian walk to the next level in the marketplace, okay, in the marketplace because that's where uh, really everything happens for us Uh, you know church is just meant to uh, train up the Saints okay and make you equipped to be able to go out and do what you need to do in the marketplace because that's where you know as you know, the majority of Jesus' ministry took place was in the marketplace. It was not at church. <laughs> so many people just get that so confused. It's like, oh, I've got to, you know, get people saved and I gotta get, you know, things happening at church and so forth. Yes, that's true. But you know what? You should be seeing more people saved. You should be seeing more people's lives delivered at your work, at your in the marketplace. And because I am in the marketplace myself, I'm not behind a pulpit, not saying anything wrong with a pulpit, but I'm not behind a pulpit. So guess what? Um, I'm just like you. I'm in the trenches. I'm out there on the front lines. You know, I have to deal with, you know, people that, you know, might cuss a lot at at work or that might, um, you know, say a sliding uh, comment about their boss. So gang, I'm here to tell you That this is what this uh, podcast is all about. So, I wanted to, uh, episode 14, all right, is going to be You Are a New Species. And I'm going to kind of go into this in a sec. uh, But I wanted to tell you guys about an app. Actually, um, I guess my tip of the uh, week or my uh, props for the week, whatever you want to call it, uh, is an app that I've kind of honestly I've really been enjoying using now this is on the iOS system so if you have an Apple um, I'm I'm basically all pretty much almost all of everything I have on my personal stuff is with Apple but this app is a free app it is called lift LIFT and I've really enjoyed this app we got introduced to me goodness uh, by um, one of my good friends Matt and, you know, honestly, it's, it's a great app for habit-forming things that you want to see formed in your life. So those daily things, because success, you know, you'll hear me say this a lot on the show, you know, your success, your personal success, your Christian success is you know is not done in a lifetime it's done in a day all right so you, your success is actually found in your daily agenda that's straight from john maxwell your success is found in your daily agenda so it's those little things that you do every day that don't seem to be you know that significant that actually over the course of time add up and that's what makes you a success because that is the consistency in your life that will actually eventually put you over and the snowball effect, or the compound effect of those little things added up or multiplied up, will eventually uh, cause you to have great success in your Christian walk. And this uh, this app, again, basically, you know, you can. It's got a social element to it. You can actually go and uh, pick already existing. Uh, habits that other people have picked i know that i've got one right here uh, and it's basically uh read bible that's 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 the habit and i basically can check in on that habit and you know i'm looking at it right now and there's golly um there's uh rosalia uh she's on here nick is on here uh tim humble is on here i like tim a lot because tim and i are basically kind of in line with uh, um, reading our bibles consistently he is actually tim here's what's cool about this app it actually tracks you know how many times you checked in with it so it gives you that number and it also tells you if you've had so many days in a row so like tim right here for reading his bible he read uh, this is yesterday uh, morning he read first corinthians 3. And he is on his hundred and ninety-fourth day in a row that he's read his Bible, and I can give him props. Uh, it's just like a little like sign, uh, or I can leave a comment on it. Uh, you know, you got several other different ones on here. You got some things that are saying that are trending, um, and so forth. So it's a free app. I highly recommend it. It's definitely very habit-forming. Um, you know, I just uh, I I can't. I can't tell you enough that your success is found in your daily agenda, and it's those little things that you do on a daily basis that will put you over. Okay? They'll put you over. So, outside of that, let's kind of jump into the episode and kind of what the episode is all about. That you are a new species, um, and a lot of people might say, Well, what do you mean by new species, Tyler? Great question. Glad you asked. All right? So,. You know, it says in Second Corinthians five seventeen. It says, "Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new, new creature." Okay, old things are passed away. Behold, things are all things become new. All right. So, one things that I know that for me as a Christian, you know, I had to. Just like what the word said, I had to renew my mind. Okay. Now, what is he saying by a new species or new uh some translations say a new race of people? Okay, you become a new race of people as a Christian. Now, what does that mean? That means that your spirit, you're made up of three parts: your spirit, soul, and body. That comes from first uh first Thessalonians 5 23. But your man, your your spirit man, the actual spirit, the actual thing that's going to live forever when you become a Christian has become brand new. All right. It has been recreated. All right. The old person, the old you has gone away. That has been in God's eyes and basically inside of you, literally inside of you, It's no more. It doesn't even exist. Right? So one thing that as a born again Christian need to understand is the power that you have and the authority that you have because of this new species or new thing inside of you and what kind of level that takes you to. All right? Because you hear Jesus talking about in so many different things like in John fourteen twelve, it says Verily I say to you, he that believeth on me the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. So you got verses like that. you got verses also in, um, you know, even going into 13 and 14. Is, and it says, you know, and who's and whatsoever you shall ask in my name that I will do the father, uh, that the father may glorify in the son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. That's um that's continuing on in 14 uh, th- verses 13 and 14. You know, we've got to wake up to the reality of as a born-again Christian, that you have so much more inside of you than what you think. So when you're in the marketplace, I know for me, okay, I'm just talking me as a personal example. I know for me, I would constantly, and this is probably, you know, I had to renew my mind, and I'm going to get into that in a second, but I would constantly, you know, think, oh, you know, I would focus so much on my old past or my old sins that might have, you know, been weighing me down, okay, things of the past, when instead, instead of focusing on those things of the past, I needed to renew my mind and say, you know what, that old Tyler, that old person is gone, I mean, it says again in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, it says, old things are passed away. That means it's gone. It doesn't even exist. In God's eyes, all those things are not even in existence. I mean, Paul the Apostle, I don't know exactly where it's at in Scripture, but he says that he, I mean, it's almost like he's, t- he's talking to the church. I can't remember what church it is, but, you know, go find out in Scripture somewhere. <laughs> but he says that he didn't even commit any crimes. He doesn't, even, he doesn't even recognize that old man that died on Damascus Road. He doesn't even recognize that person anymore. And the same applies for you. So you might sit there and go, well, you know, because I used to sit there and think this. And says, oh, Well, why am I always sinning? Why am I always missing the mark? Why am I always not, you know, doing what I know I should do? Why is that? Well, the simple answer to that is, yes, your spirit man has been recreated. You have a new spirit inside of you, but you do not have a new mindset or a new soul. All right. The same soul that you had prior before you got saved is the same one you have today. Okay. But your job, your job is to feed your spirit man so that that portion of you grows so big and becomes larger and more dominant than actually your soul and your body to where that your spirit man controls your soul and your body because before you got saved what controlled you was actually your body right, your body, if you felt bad, you know, everything else kind of went that way. If you felt good, everything else kind of went that way. But your spirit, man, is what is going to continue on for the rest of your eternity. And the way you feed that is by meditating on God's word, by meditating on God's word and by hearing God's word. That's the only way you feed your spirit man. And the more you feed that spirit man, the more that it actually causes your mind to be renewed. And where that honestly, the battlefield between your body and your spirit is in your is in the soulish realm to where that all of a sudden your soul, your soul starts to make other decisions that dictate to your body, what it should do. So that's why, uh, I think the book is out there. I've never, I haven't read it. I probably need to read it. But, uh, Joyce Meyer's got a great book out there that I know has been extremely popular for so many years is battlefield of the mind. And we have got to renew our minds to, to the word of God, because if you feed your spirit, man, then it will actually, Assist and actually become more of the dominant, which will in fact influence your soul a whole lot more, and you'll be able to start walking in greater abundance, greater um, insight. You know the the one of the things that you know you're going to start to see is well, and here again, you know, you might ask the question is like, so you know, if we have all this, Tyler, why isn't there more Christians? And I used to think this thought, and I sometimes I do but I know the answer now it's like you know why isn't more Christians living the victorious life that they have why why are they you know it seems like that and I've had so many uh, you know people that are not Christians basically say you know you know Christianity I mean there's a bunch of weak you know they just want to you know tell you that jesus loves you and go and have a nice day you know but no that's not at all what the christian walk should be the christian walk should be aggressive aggressive in love and you know you sit there and you sit there and go what how's that happen well most christians are so focused on their old man their old self, you know, you'll hear the statement say, Well, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. I've heard that so many times whenever I was growing up that I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. Yes, it is a true statement. But at the end of the day, guys, that old sinner doesn't exist. Yep, that old sinner doesn't even exist anymore and you've been born anew that new species has been recreated and so instead of you focusing on your old sinner, you need to be focusing on your new self okay and renewing that in the word of god and getting that word of god of who you are in christ so that guess what all of a sudden you can start to kick butt and take names and i'm talking seriously about that where that satan no longer kicks your, kicks your butt, but you kick his butt. Because the you know the deal is, guys. The problems that you know are in this world are not gonna. <laughs> the problems in your job, the problems that you're trying to solve in your own life, are not going to be solved at the same level that they were created at. They have to be solved at a different level. And because you have God Almighty inside of you, a recreated spirit, and when you feed that spirit, all of a sudden you start to have new thoughts and you start to act different and you start to speak different and you start to walk different and you start to actually figure things out. Because when you have wisdom, because wisdom comes from the Lord, it's actually wisdom is, uh, you know, it talks about that you know, wisdom is the principal thing. Well, the wisdom of God is nothing more than the word of God. And who is the word of God? Well, Christ. And where does Christ sit? Christ sits inside of you. And Christ actually sits in the throne of glory. And guess who who sits in the throne of glory with him? You do. (laughs) I don't want to get into that. But the problem should never become the principal thing or the controlling thing in your life. Okay? That should never become the principal thing. The word of God should become the controlling factor or the principal thing that controls that situation and controls that problem. Because wisdom, when you get it, it becomes the controlling factor in your life. When you get the word of God, when I say wisdom, when you get the word of God inside of you and you renew that spirit man, when you actually feed that spirit man and renew your mind, all of a sudden, guess what? You start to impact people's lives in a whole different way. And I'm going to wrap up with this. I could, man, I'm just, I'm fired up. <laughs> I'm really fired up, honestly. I was sitting across the uh, table the other day, um, having, uh, actually it was late night at, um, at, at a restaurant. And um, we were just kind of hanging out after uh, one of our business meetings. And a gentleman, uh, his name is Daniel, great guy. Uh, he asked me, he, he said, you know, Tyler, how do you, how do you combat, how do you handle the negative negative that is actually in your workplace, you know, because you're bombarded by it. You know, he's like, man, it's just my coworkers are negative. You know, they cuss all the time. They say bad things or whatever. And, you know, I kind of, I didn't answer the question directly because I didn't have the answer directly, you know, inside of me until actually the wisdom of God came out of it. And I basically told Daniel, I say, Daniel, instead of being, and, and I didn't say this directly to him, but this is basically what I was thinking. Most people, most Christians just, you know, kind of lay over and let that negative thing happen at the workplace or, you know, allow those people to cuss or allow those people to do shady things on their job or allow people to say, you know, dirty jokes or, or even, you know, complain in, uh, against the company or complain against their boss, right? Well, I told Daniel, I said, Daniel, this is just what I do. I just don't deal with the negative. I actually am proactive against the negative. I'm not proactive against the people. I'm proactive against the negative. I don't just allow things to happen. I just don't sit there. I I actually... <laughs> i." I tell people, you know, Hey, I'm a Christian. Yeah. I don't drink. I don't, you know, whenever I got married, I was a virgin when I got married, you know, and I'm proud of those things. All right. But for them, they're like, Whoa, Holy cow. I just don't sit there and complain about a deal going South. i had a little instance where I did the other day and man, I got You know, the Lord really corrected me on that. And I had asked to forgive him to my boss because I kind of complained about a deal not going the way I thought it wanted to go. But, you know, I I didn't need to complain about that. That's just that's murmuring, murmuring and complaining. That's not good. So at the end of the day, I told Daniel, I said, Daniel, I said, Dan, you have to become assertive. You have to become aggressive. You have to know who you are in Christ. You don't need to be a weak wimp of a Christian. You need to stand up. And say, you know what? Hey, I love the Lord. Man, look what God did over here in this situation for me with, you know, this customer I had to deal with. Or look at the favor of God that I'm expecting to happen before I walk into this appointment. Or check this out. Look what kind of um, thing happened that God did with the healing of my coworker whenever I prayed for them. You know, or hey, you know what? Because I've, you know, I know of a situation that's going on at work, you know, I actually decided to pray for that person you know at my job and guess what people will start to come to you when you start to take a proactive and aggressive stance against the negative against the enemy people will seek you out. they will seek you out that's what they do at my job. I mean I've got people that will call me and ask me to pray for them and they're not even Christians. I'm not bragging on Tyler. I'm bragging on the power of God that's inside of me, that's inside of you, that if you will take a proactive stance and know that you are a new species, that you're not some weak wimp, old sinner, but you're actually somebody, and that somebody has the Lord Jesus Christ, the God of this universe, the Father of glory, the creator of heaven and earth inside of you, you will start to live a different life. You will start to walk different. You'll start to talk different. Your coworkers will ask, what are you doing? What, why are you so different now? And you'll be able to say, hey, it's because I've got the God of this universe. I got the answer. I've got the wisdom. I know how to solve the situation. And gang, you'll be a new person. You'll be what you are today, a new creature, a whole new creature. And it's awesome. All right, so <laughs> Tyler was pretty, I was pretty excited <laughs> right then, and I appreciate you listening. Hope you got something out of that. I know you did. I did as well. But at the end of the day, guys, you are not some weak, wimped, old sinner anymore. That person's gone. You need to start to focus on who you truly are so you actually start to make a positive impact in your walk with Christ, okay, for other people, because God needs you. God's counting on you all right so next time next week i think we're going to continue the maybe the series on wisdom is the principal thing i like it i'm feeling good about it so we will catch you next week thanks guys